Yes guys, it's Who That JT. I'm back again, very excited to announce the first episode of my podcast. I travelled down to my local gym and interviewed a top PT. It's great content, great value. I hope you enjoy it. Just tell me a little bit about yourself, you know, your journey, what you've been through. How'd you get here? Uh, so, I've always been into fitness. I, um, yeah. I was a goalkeeper back in the day. I oh, moved yeah. to America. Uh, I was on a football scholarship. Uh, Very nice. I was there for, you know, potentially I might make it. Mm-hmm. So I didn't really think oh, much, of it, much of anything. Yeah, you're going in the club and you'd be like, oh, I, used to, I was going to be a professional footballer. Yeah, yeah, but I've you know you know probably played that one a <laughs> few times, but um, back in my days when I was a bit egotistical, a bit of a lad. And then um, when I moved back, I, my university messed up the visa application. So yeah. I ended up having to move back to this country. And in hindsight, I look back and I just wasn't in a good place. Um, okay. So I was at my mum's house, literally, I'd wake up go to the gym, come back, and I'll be on battlefield. Okay. And that's literally my life. And then I thought, actually, I need to sort my shit out. I can relate I think a lot of people can now. Mm. I think that that's the same when, when I talk to my clients. Uh, I said, I've, I've, my journey's got a lot darker than that, but I realised when I look back at my life, I've had a lot of depressive tendencies. And so mm. when I look back, I realised how bad it actually was. Yeah. Uh, and then I realised, well, you know what, actually, I've got personal training qualification, let's do something with this. So then uh, started Virgin Active within six months. Was that in America or were you? Uh, no, back at Rear, yeah, back at Rear. So Virgin, yeah. Virgin Active um, in Nottingham. And mm-hmm. then I uh, moved from there, moved to M10, which uh, is one of the most prestigious personal training series in the country. Yeah, I've heard of it. And then, uh, like I said, just started around uh, and now it's down to me back in Kiewith. So I've now started my own company, which is how you know me through, mm-hmm. which is uh, the Prime Life Project. Yes. Um, so like I said, that's, that's where I'm at right now. I've got two coaches that work for me. Uh, nice. And I want a bit of a mission to help as many people as possible. So that's yeah. what I'm at. Yeah. Amazing. So, when you say depressive tendencies, I'm just going to pick on that because yeah. it's just come to, I'm just, I'm just going off, I'm just going off, real. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have a theory that the, the reason that so many people think they're depressed is that people talk about it so much. Yeah. Um, and if people didn't talk about it that much, people would have that awareness, they wouldn't have that awareness. Mm-hmm. They, might, they might be like, oh, I'm just having a bad day. Yeah. But now, if they have like, and there are two bad days in a mm-hmm. row and, and all this media and people mm-hmm. talking about it, social media mm-hmm. and everything they might think oh wait i think i have depression but yeah. they wouldn't have been aware of it so i agree yeah. how, do you think i think it's the same with that and anxiety as well like um especially what i've heard nowadays with like sort of your sort of generation sort of you're a lot younger than me um people there's for me there's a mental health scale so mm-hmm. everyone's got mental health yeah every single person like cardiovascular health mm-hmm. muscle health overall health you have mental health and there's like levels so you might not be suffering from mental health problems but you have mental health and i think nowadays people too easy like to maybe go for the sympathy vote and say i'm depressed i'm anxious and whatever it's like you may be mm-hmm. feeling depressed yeah but you are not depressed you may be feeling anxious because anxiety is yeah. a feeling. Mm-hmm. So you're feeling anxious, like before this podcast. It's actually a positive. Exactly. Before yeah. we started recording this, like maybe I was getting anxious. Mm-hmm. And I've done it before. Mm-hmm. I think, you know what? Yeah. I, I, what? What kind of questions are you going to ask me? Yeah. That doesn't mean I'm not suffering from anxiety. It's a natural thing. You just, Do you know what I mean? So some things where, yeah. absolutely, then from the, the flip side of it, this is where then with guys, you can go look at it. A lot of guys will just suffer in silence. I think women Definitely. are a lot more emotional than men, which is Definitely. absolutely no problem with yeah. that at all. But then with guys, it's case, actually some guys are really in a dark place. Mm. And I think nowadays, especially with your generation, there's a lot of fucking pressure on you. Mm. Like, like when I was growing up, I was talking to one of my clients about this the other day. Like when I was growing up, let's say I got called fat. Yeah. Like I've got no one to compare myself to apart from people around school. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But nowadays, you can then go home on social media and see all these people being bomb- like bombarding you with stuff like that, and it's a different ball game. Mm. And then the same person called you fat, and get all their mates to call you fat on social media, text messages, and that sort of stuff. So there's a lot of pressure. Yeah. And I think nowadays, like it's a lot more common than people think. And I think there's a fine balance between crying wolf 
mm. and actually shit I've got a problem I need help mm. where do I get help from yeah. and that's the thing getting the help is a problem because there's a lot of people like there's a t- one of my clients um, went through the NHS 12 week waiting list really they're saying I'm really in dark wow. place right now 12 weeks 12 weeks so what, do you mean just hold, just hold that thought for 2 seconds come back in 12 weeks don't think about killing yourself 12 weeks right. then you think to yourself saying. like it's and then some people can't afford to go privately yeah, of course. and that's the problem so it's like my biggest thing is like a lot of people are struggling and suffering mm. they reach out to try and get help and they either get laughed at or they can't get the support yeah. so I completely 100% agree with what you're saying it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy Yeah. because then if you're saying I feel depressed I'm depressed you keep telling yourself that start to carry shoulders a bit more then you exactly. actually probably give yourself it depression is, because you're starting yeah. to act up and live up to that identity that you've given yourself and that's the thing I say yeah. to people all the time, there's no such thing as a bad kid. But if you call a kid a bad kid enough times, that kid will start to play up to that and then become a bad kid. Exactly. So if you keep saying you're depressed constantly, it's that self-inflicted property. Now there's a lot of people that do need help. So again, I'm not trying to just, yeah, just no, say that. Exactly. Like, I'm not trying to wash it under the carpet and say like everyone's lying. I don't think that at all. But I think a lot of people nowadays are almost using it to their advantage. Uh, and it's not cool. For me, it's the best thing that happened to me. That when mm. I was actually depressed, it's the best thing that happened to me because it then allowed me now to help more people. But at the time, fuck me, like it was yeah. it was not something I was talking about. I was mm. not telling people I was depressed. And that's my thing. If you're depressed, I don't think you tell people. No. You don't advertise it, you don't talk about it. Yeah. You're so low, you literally just ask that yourself from the yeah, just ask, yeah, so yeah. No, I think that's a good point to be fair, because a lot of people who have this kind of forward depression, they'll tell you about it. Yeah. It's and so well, I don't tell them an actual depressed yeah. person, they yeah. won't even be there to tell you Yeah, about. I, 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 I was talking to my class one of my clients a mental health nurse. And uh, she sort of questioned on me. She said, uh, "So, like, how were you? How are you feeling when you when mm. when, when you were lowest?" I thought, "I don't want to fucking wake up." I said, "I don't want to wake up." Mm. And when I had clients, they were paying me money. That's my job. My job was to personal train. I'd be in front of them, and I had this fucking burning desire to mm. be like, "You are fucking keeping me awake. I don't want to be here. Yeah. You are fucking keeping me awake." And I'd be so angry yeah. that I was awake, and this person was stopping me mm. from sleeping. Wow. And I finished my session. I go to sleep. I would drag myself up again. And literally, you're dragging yourself out in this circle, and it was just a never-ending this rage, this fire, this I can't like I can't describe it any other way. Like it's mm. this torch, this burning yeah. hatred yeah. for anything or anyone mm. that was keeping me awake. But I wasn't going around telling people, "Oh, well, I'm quite depressed and feeling low." Yeah, I was just, just literally yeah. being a mardy bastard. I literally just low. I wasn't talking to people. I wasn't myself. I wasn't yeah. socialising. I wasn't seeing family. That was it. I literally was getting up, mm. doing the bare minimum, back to sleep. I just didn't want to be awake. Mm. That, and again, that was, a, that was a dark time. But again, now, it's, that's like one of the best things happened. I could talk about it very openly. But it's only a case of when I've come from a place of I'm doing it from, to help people, yeah. I can talk about it. Whereas before, I was quite ashamed of it. Like People see me and they're like, well, I mean, she can't be suffering from depression. And again, exactly. the, the worst part of it was, was when I was depressed, I was modelling. So I was on the front cover of magazines. Yeah. I was in Ann Summers. Yeah. And like, people would not believe I was depressed. I remember doing a photo shoot once and I was on the front cover of a magazine and I had the, t- had the two hottest women you've seen next to me. Yeah. I cried before the photo shoot wow. and I cried after the photo shoot. I was that miserable. That's and one of the female models had to make me take my top off. Wow. I think the photographer was like, take your top off. I like, don't take my top off. And she was like, take your top off. And it's that's, 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 the, that's the position I was at and that's, that's how true. much I hated my body. But if you looked at me, you'd be like, mate, you look fucking... And I look back and I'm like, mate, I look fucking amazing. But at the time, just couldn't see it. I was it's so in. Had these things on. How you, you, your mind is, you can, you can literally play tricks on you. There's that. What do you call it? That thing that people suffer with is like, what is it? Body dysmorphia. Yeah. yeah. But they literally look in the mirror. Yeah. And they don't see what no. is actually there. I, that that blows my mind, yeah. you know, because mm-hmm. I I don't know how you could get over that because your one aff- affirmation to see how you look. Mm-hmm. 
is one obviously you've got camera fans yeah, yeah. but in the mirror yeah and if that's not adding up I, that that's one of the things about i don't think it ever leaves you mm. so i still struggle now yeah so again we're laughing before we're joking about how much you feel the out. i still see myself as small well, that's thing. Well, what, what am I? If you're, you're, you're small. This, this, this is the thing, and I think anyone that goes into the gym, this is the thing that I try and instill on my clients. Like they're saying, when they get to X, they'll be happy. Yeah. When they get the six pack, when they fit into an extra large t-shirt and they fill it out and they've got big biceps, mm-hmm. or when the women get the nice glutes. Yeah. Whatever it is, then I'll be happy. But they never are. And my thing I actually use uh, up with clients is Tyson Fury. Mm. So Tyson Fury, when Tyson Fury, you see these videos when he's like 16 years old. Yeah. And he basically said, I'm going to be the world champion, I'm going to be the heavyweight champion. So his whole thing was, his ex was, heavyweight champion of the world. Yeah. What happens? He gets there, beats Klitschko, then what happens? Then Wakes up next morning. He's a heavyweight champion, but he's got no... Yeah. Same, it, the world hasn't changed. Yeah. It's still the same shit, he's still him. Yeah. And he didn't like himself. Yeah. This thing had happened, the world hadn't changed. Mm-hmm. Depression. Your whole thing has been pinpointed on this mm-hmm. one moment of your life. Yeah. And you expect your life to change, you get it, yeah. it doesn't. This is my thing with my clients. So what I say is the analogy I use with my clients is, if me and you are going to drive down to Paris, yes. and we're both miserable as fuck, mm-hmm. we're not going to sit there in the car for however many hours, miserable, and yeah. say, we'll cheer up when we get to Paris. We're going to do everything in our power to sort of cheer each other up along the journey, that, yeah. so when we get to Paris, we can actually enjoy yeah, getting amazing. to Paris. Yeah, and no, that's the thing. That, so when my clients come and sit next to me, like, oh, I want X, I want Y, I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. That's good. We'll get you that. But actually, let's get you loving you first, because a lot of people, I think, don't have a good relationship with themselves, mm. and they're trying to change external things, mm. but they're still going to be them. When they get that, and they're looking in the mirror, they're still them. So I find yeah. the next thing, we get the abs, oh, my arms aren't big enough. Never. Never, never, never going to be happy. Yeah, never going to be happy. Self-love, biggest thing. I think that is one of the biggest problems of the gym kind of industry, is that people never seem to be... Because... It's so easy just to compare yourself. Mm-hmm. Like as soon as you go into the gym, there's going to be people there that you be like, oh, if only I had arms like that. But then someone comes in behind you and, and they look at you and That's like, what if it only is. I had arms yeah. like that. But then and the person yeah. that, that you were looking at originally is looking at, is someone, looking at else. someone else. And that's the funny thing about it. So it never stops. Yeah. I don't think, I mean, there's a lot of happiness that comes from gym, you know, endorphins and all that. But I think, when you come down to the core of it, a lot of people will never feel satisfied because they get in and they don't, like you said, they don't, they have their ex, but they don't know, they attach that too much of happiness rather than enjoying the process. But then you said that again, what you said, like they go to the gym to be happy. Yeah. And this is people, people put happiness on external things, mm. whether it's sex, drugs, yeah. cars, houses, money, yeah. that, that going to the gym, that makes them happy, it's only short lived. Mm. What people need to realise is that happiness, yeah. we create happiness internally, and as gay and as fuzzy as it sounds, yeah. like we create happiness. So when you actually start to realise, yeah. you can be happy, you see kids in Africa. So when I was in, um, I went to South Africa when I was in college, yeah. into townships, so we're talking about like these guys yeah, are literally yeah. living in shacks, yeah, yeah. and we've got David Beckham hand um, cutouts as their wallpaper. These guys are uh, walking around bare feet. Mm. Like these guys literally have nothing. They're happy as fuck. To realise, actually, I don't need X to be happy. I don't need to impress that person. Mm. When I'm happy and content with myself, and this is my biggest thing, like, I've actually been happy with me. Like, I'm cool. I'm good as me. Mm. I don't care what you think because I'm happy. I'm cool. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, I have bad days. Like, yeah, I have really bad does. days, which everyone does. Yeah, of course. But it's a case of actually, if you can walk around 90% of the time yeah. happy in your own body and actually know the value that you mm. add. It's a powerful thing. I don't think enough people, especially the younger generation, have yeah. any idea yeah. how like, powerful their thoughts are going on in their head and the negative thoughts they're saying to themselves about, I'm not good enough, I'm not this, I'm yeah, this. Yeah. And I think that thing of I am, 
whether you touch off the word I am, it's so powerful. It's so powerful. So powerful. Yeah, definitely. So, obviously, everyone's heard of Love Island. I've decided yeah. uh, this this series that I'm not going to watch it. I think a lot of people have done the same. Yeah, it's gone it's, down. It's yeah, been yeah. quite a big boycott because I was like, oh, one, like, once a year, you know, you can deal with it. Yeah. Twice a year yeah. is too much. Yeah. Um, how do you think that kind of like Love Island influencer scene has changed the gym industry because I feel like it's had a big impact on it. Absolutely massively. It's one of the things where you then look at these people and get all six packs. Yeah. They all look a certain way. Yeah. And it's all edited. Mm. Blah blah blah. And again, yeah. it, for me it's a case of it's just making you just not feel good enough constantly thrown down your face. And again it's that unrealistic expectation again of uh, which I find again with relationships like you've got someone good. Yeah. But then someone else comes along Oh, I'm gonna fuck that off and go for that. Mm. So like nowadays, it's like no one can actually wants to work at something. It's like constant. You want it now. Want it now. Want it now. Yeah, yeah. And when it comes to fat loss, mm. people need to realise that if they are massively overweight, they didn't get massively overweight in six months. It took fucking years. But they expect mm. to be lean wow. or thin in a week. Yeah, no, so the same with Love Island. Like now, like I said, you chat with this girl, da, 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 and then someone else walks in. Okay, well, fuck you. Like, I'm gonna go with and that. Teachers, because people as young as you know. Um, Where's the values? Yeah. And it's what I say to people, like, you look at Love Island and that's, people, and again, you've got Geordie Shaw, fuck me, Geordie Shaw is the worst thing that happens on TV. It's basically encouraging young girls to go out, get fucking nailed by randomers, and it's cool. Yeah. It's okay, you go out and get smashed, shag a load of blokes, you're going to be cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And same with blokes. You're going to be famous. You go out, you be a fucking asshole, you're going to be rich and famous, because everyone's going to love you. And that's encouraging people. Yeah. Geordie Shaw for me was the worst thing that happened on TV. I think Levine is not as extreme as Geordie Shaw, but literally it's that same sort of, like, what's it teaching people? Yeah. And like people would rather watch that than, again, I'm not saying that, but I have to read a book, but I mean, it's like what are you actually putting into your brain? It, it benefits you in no way, shape or form. No, but again, it's all that advertisement, it's all rigged, it's all, it's all made. It's all made. Yeah. As we talked about um, before we started filming, like, that we're filming for all day long yeah. to produce an hour-long show. Look how much stuff they've cut out to give you yeah. that impression. Like if there's something that they, they, don't, they don't like, yeah. they're going to just hone in on that. But actually, they could be the most loving person ever. Yeah. They talk about how much they love their mum, how they look after the elderly, yeah. feed homeless people, yeah. but they'll miss all that out and just say when they drop one thing like, oh yeah, I've cheated on my girlfriend once, yeah. bam. That's what we get yeah, on TV, yeah. and they're demonised. They've mixed that all pieces about actually they feed the homeless and da da da. Yeah, they da, have da. to create characters, don't? They? Otherwise, people won't watch get the show. Bored. You always have to have yeah. you know the fuckboy, boy, and then you've yeah. got to have you know the smart one. Yeah, yeah. And then um, you know you can name the characters for yourself. Yeah, it's been said a lot that you know the classic. We had to, I don't know, um, we had to you know comply with you know basically put a black person in yeah because i think that's ridiculous like but they make they've made it to the point where um they're trying to include which they shouldn't have to because at the end of the day it should, come it should come naturally but they make it look unnatural yeah but they just like cherry like pick it like putting them in they make it worse they, 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 make, it, it they natural. make it yeah. worse it makes things worse yeah like, just let it be natural like and I think that's one of the biggest things. Like, I completely agree with that. Yeah, hundred mm. percent. And you, you talked about Geordie Shaw, and it's very like I do agree. It's a very dangerous program, but I think Love Island is a more it, dangerous in like a subtle kind of way. Yeah. So um, Geordie Shaw doesn't seem to bring in that young of a viewing audience. Yeah. You know, Love Island. I know, you know, friends of like kids has like got like nine to twelve. Yeah. Fully invested in it. And because they're that impressionable, they think that's how the world works. Yeah, uh, then they spend their whole teens trying to be like these influencers. And crazy. You see all of a sudden, you hear kids having sex at like 13, 14. I didn't have a fucking clue that was until I was 16 years old. Honestly, I genuinely didn't have a fucking clue. Mm. I, didn't have a clue I, didn't have a, I wasn't exposed to all this stuff. I genuinely had no idea what this stuff was until I was 16 years old. Yeah. 
Like you hear kids in the playground making, but now literally it's so run down your throat. You get kids as young as eleven, they know what it is, and not know what it is in you know, what the word sex means. They will literally know what it is. It is yeah. And you think, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, what kind of world is that we're living in, where the kids that young need to be kids? Mm. Kids need to be kids. They shouldn't be fucking worrying about adult things. Like, enjoy being a kid because, yeah. as we all know, when you get to be an adult, it fucking sucks. Yeah. Like, yeah, life gets, gets hard. a lot harder. Yeah. Don't put pressure on yourself unnecessarily. There's mm. no need to. And that's what I think, again, it's just, yeah, again, media and talk about some of that. It's like, it's just forced upon people far too young, and kids just need to stop being kids again. Like, not worrying about fucking mm. watching cartoons rather than fucking Love Island. That brings me on to. Um, I did ask yep. my Instagram followers for some questions. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a, a variety of responses, so I'm just going to go through them. Go, yeah. So the first one, um, they said, I'm 14, yep. am I too young to lift weights? Is that from a male? Is that a male? Yes. Uh, I would say not too young to lift yeah. weights, as long as you're sensibly and smart. Okay. So um, at 14 years old, the worst thing you can do is go down to the gym mm-hmm. with your mates and start trying to lift some weights. Because you're going to do it wrong, you're going to hurt yourself and mm. injure yourself badly. But actually, you know what, starting at 14 years old and actually learning the basic techniques, the basic yeah. principles. You're not lifting crazy heavy weight stage, you're doing yeah. a lot of body weight stuff and whatever. But actually, at 14 years old, again, even going to gym, including cardiovascular mm. fitness, it's massively beneficial. So I don't think 14 is too young if you're doing it sensibly. My advice would potentially be to get a personal trainer, get a coach, um, just get someone to show you what on earth to do and just be sensible, be smart. You don't want to be chucking big heavy weights around at that age because, again, your joints still developing and stuff. But I've got no problem. For me, if when I have a kid at 14, yeah, yeah. going to gym, got no issues at all. Yeah. Amazing. So, someone else asks, are weight loss supplements harmful? They're not harmful, it's just a waste of money. Okay. So, when it comes to weight loss supplements, a lot of them mm. are just glorified caffeine tablets. Wow. So, it's just basically look at them, what's the main ingredient in them? Caffeine. caffeine. And you have a lot of caffeine. So basically, you get buzzing off your tits thinking you're doing yeah. stuff. So you get more caffeine, so you're going to move around a bit more. So you but burn, burn more, more calories. But again, if you burn more calories yeah. and you've not got a good nutrition plan, what the fuck's the point? You're just going to gain it back anyway. Yeah. So for me, it's, there's no such thing as a fat loss supplement. If there was, yeah. the NHS would be prescribing it to all the morbidly obese people who mm-hmm. wouldn't have this massive epidemic. So it's one thing you've got to look at what's in them. Like, if they really worked, yeah. would you really be able to buy them for <laughs> £10 no. and they're on the barrel? No. So for me, it's just a waste of money. There's nothing in them that's beneficial. Some of them have beneficial benefits of like cognitive function. So some of them have carnitine in them, which again is good for neurotransmitters in the brain. Yeah. So some of them do have beneficial things in them. Yeah. But for fat loss or weight loss, hmm. absolutely not. I would, I would, I would literally avoid them on the plate. There's no, there's no benefits to them. Just waste of money. Waste of money. You're better off actually paying someone to give you a nutrition plan and stick to a nutrition plan. That would be my yeah. advice. Because yeah. I've, I've had that as well, where you, you're on the website and technology these days. Yeah. Like I was. I happened to be talking to Dan about needing to lose weight and it's then ping up on your phone. Yeah. Advert. We're all going to get that now. We're all going to have that advert now. Yeah. Um, I mean, I love on. I mean, yeah. it's love on. It's, it's, pop it's, up on my phone. it's like, yeah. apps, da, 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 da. this person lost this much weight in 10 days. Apps, yeah, yeah, like that. And yeah. it's just some like photoshopped and then it's like, um, the best one um, that you've probably seen is um, buy now, just pay postage. Yeah. And just for the guys out there, if you don't realise that they still make money on that, it's they want you to think you're getting a deal, but you they're still making money. The the postage, they say postage because it's like an extra, mm-hmm. um, but the price of that postage will cover their profit for that product. So you're still a customer. Yeah. Anyway, um, next question. So someone was like, "How do I stay consistent in the gym?" Yep. 
that's a hard one. My biggest thing is having a plan. Mm -hmm. So consistency is the biggest thing for me. Like when it comes to, I like to envision fat loss. I've got a, um, an analogy I like to use, mm -hmm. and I wasn't sure I was going to get to use it on this, but actually you tied in perfectly. So I don't know if you're talking about Indiana Jones, so let's use Jumanji. So mm -hmm. imagine a Jumanji bridge, you're in the jungle, yeah. trying to get from one side to the other. Yeah. So that's where you are now, mm -hmm. that's where you want to get, and yeah. below is like that fucking massive chasm, you've got the fucking crocodiles and shit that's in it. So you've got the wooden panels, yeah, yeah to make the bridge. Yeah, yeah. So the wooden panels, each wooden panel got a nutrition plan, training plan, yeah. uh, rest and relaxation, support, whatever it is, it always starts to get you to the other end. But you've just got wooden panels. Mm -hmm. You need to put them together yeah. with a rope. So the rope's consistency. Mm -hmm. So you're tying all the wooden panels together, but you need something to hold it all together. Yeah. So you've got them big, fat, fuck off wooden poles yeah. to hold Okay, That's your mindset. Yeah. So your mindset holds right. everything together, yeah. and then you've got to be able to stick to it. So we're yeah. how to stick to things in the gym, it's got to be consistent. Yeah. So how do you get consistent in the gym? So consistency is a key thing. Consistency in the gym, you've got to have a plan. You've got to stick to the plan mm -hmm. long enough yeah. to allow it to work. Like too yeah. many people go to the gym for two weeks, yeah. but on board, they'll change the plan yeah. up. Especially, you can't especially see. in January, yeah. Exactly, you can't, you can't yeah. see the results. So for the whole of January, you shouldn't be changing your nutrition plan. You should know in January, I'm going to train the gym three times. Yeah. You should know what you're going to do those three times. So you should do maybe mm -hmm. work out one, two, three, mm -hmm. but you could do uh, four, five, six. So yeah. you've got six workouts yeah. and you rotate every two weeks. But you know exactly what you're doing yeah. and you're doing that for a minimum of eight to 12 weeks. So you're giving your body a chance to actually adapt because yeah. you've got to be able to get good at something to know if it's mm -hmm. working. Yeah, just like just with anything. Yeah. Like it, it, if um, for the first time ever, like um, public speaking, you don't just do it once. You're yeah, like, I'm not yeah. good at it, and I'm going to go do something else. Like yeah. you keep going at it, and you get better. You get better, more efficient, get yeah. more efficient until it becomes completely normal. When it becomes completely normal, and you're noticing you're not making any improvements, yeah. then you change your workout up. Rather than sort of going into gyms winging it, just like oh, I'm going to do. Chest I'm just on the chest today, on my arms, or yeah. oh, uh, make I'll pick this exercise and do that. Yeah, get a notepad. Yeah, 50p from Ansdale. Any, any supermarket. Sponsor, don't worry. Um, but right then what we're going to do, mm. track all your progress and make sure each session yeah. you're trying to improve or increase your numbers. Mm. So then you're actually going to start to see numbers go up. So you're going to want to go. You're going to see the progress. Yeah. And that's what if people get sick and tired and bored yeah. when they're not seeing progress. Mm. Also on top of that, what are you doing outside of the gym? So if you come to the gym and then you're smashing pizza every night, is there anyone not getting any results? Yeah. So some things where actually, if you're going to do it and you generally have a goal in mind, yeah. do it properly, don't half-ass it. Mm. Like, again, it's saying, like, pay for a coach. Like, see it as an investment. Mm. So if anything you're doing in business, an investment, it has to be, what's the point? I like, say, if you know a business, if you're trying to have a company yeah. and you know someone who's already done, a, had a successful business, why would you fuck it up yourself when you can go and ask them, listen, do you want to sit down with me for two hours and just explain to me what profit loss sheet is and how you do your advertisement? Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. still your idea, it's, you're still doing yeah, it, yeah. but it's case you're paying someone mm. to save you time, money, energy and effort mm. so you can actually get the results you want. Yeah. So a lot of people get frustrated because they've got no consistency, they've got no yeah. plan and they're not really dedicated to what they're doing, they're expecting miracles, they're expecting it to just happen. Yeah, I, I can relate to that. Um, when I first started in the gym, Dan will tell you, I, I was addicted to doing arms. So we'd be, do, we'd be doing every single session and these like will be like, I'm just going to go stretch out and, be, and they'll be like, where are you going? And I was like, I'm just gonna do some arms, and then they're like, "What, what do you mean? You're just gonna do some arms? We've we've, we've done core. We're like, all we've done today is core." Mm. I said, like, "Yeah, but I need to, I need to do arms." I'm one of them people who is fueled by mirror lighting. Yeah. Like the, the, the mirrors are fake, right? Like you, they're not fake, but like they're 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 in. You can tell they're in a way, aren't they, to make you look? No. Are they not? No. Really? No. It's probably the lighting. I don't know, not to my knowledge, there's no more mirrors. I thought there's no more but the lighting. So wait, uh, I've heard uh, that gym. mirrors are slightly in gyms slightly tilted. 
So when the light bounces, it expands. Potentially, then your females are going to go in there and look fat. That's true. So then you're going to make females that are trying to look thin and make them look fat. Yeah. It's I, more to do with the lighting. So you look at the lighting. In, especially in this gym, you've probably seen, I've got, there's one spot that I take a picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything was Yeah, yeah, the good, yeah. And then people, like my followers, are like, oh, like you need to stop taking pictures in the same, in the same yeah. spot. But you never actually trains, just so you know. I've never no. seen Scott train once. No, I don't. I just go. So in. Start this conversation. Going to this podcast. Uh, just go trains. in, get some water, just on yeah. my face, yeah. Co- couple Instagram stories, and I go home. This guy's the problem with the fitness industry. Yes, I am. I'm a big, <laughs> big problem. But it's a good one. Uh, a couple of people asked this, and I feel yeah. like it's something that everyone wants to know. What is the number one mistake that you see in the gym for females? Okay, it's listening to their boyfriend. See it all the fucking time. Oh, yeah. the, boyfriend, the boyfriend's ain't got a clue what they're doing. Yeah. And they'll be going in there and they'll get the girlfriends doing schmucks and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. And some stupid stuff. It's like, yeah. like smashing out a chest day. And it's like, yeah. right. <laughs> to me, it's like, right. You know, let's. So for females, just listen to the boyfriend. Because again, the boyfriend wants to be, I'll show you what I'm doing kind of thing. No, fuck that shit. Like, get yourself a coach. My thing is, biggest mistake I see is people looking lost and confused and not asking for help yeah. uh, in most gyms yeah. you will have fitness coaches so you've got personal trainers personal trainers get paid per hour they're with a client yeah. fitness coaches get paid a salary normally it's my, mm. depending on what gym you're at fitness coaches get paid a salary to be there and walk around and to help so if you're unsure you can yeah. go and ask or most gyms will do inductions where basically they'll walk you around you can say as a female like, I really want to grow my glutes can you yeah. show me the best exercises or pieces of equipment in this gym to grow your glutes mm. and it's that person's job to then go around and show you these exercises and yeah. it's your job to remember it and do it. Or again, get a personal trainer and just say, listen, I'm really interested in uh, growing my glutes, can you yeah. show me an exercise? Now for me, if you come up to me and say, listen Dan, I'm really interested in growing my arms, can you show me a good exercise? Yeah. I'd be a fucking stupid business person and say, no mate, you've got to pay me 50 quid. Yeah. Fucking stupid. Yeah. It's in my best interest to give you that advice for free, yeah. you go and do it, you're like, fucking hell, my mum's yeah. killing me, yeah. how much advice are you going to give me for paying? So my thing is use what's around you. Again, social media can be bad, but it's definitely also very positive. Yeah. So I think for me, big success to say is people listening to the wrong kind of people and mm. not asking for help. Yeah. Uh, people just wandering around lost and end up actually not achieving anything. Or talking, 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 being talking, talking, being on the phones. There's nothing wrong being on your phone. I'll, I'll have my watch on. Yeah. I set my rest period for a minute or two minutes. What I'm doing, and then I don't mind being on my phone. Mm. Do I've got messages to reply to. But as soon as that watch goes, I'm back in. But you'll see people there. They're there for five minutes. 15, no, 20 no. minutes. So they're like, oh, what do you do? Oh, I've been in the gym for two hours. Yeah, so look at it. They've probably worked out for probably 15 or 20 minutes. And they've wow. been talking and wandering around. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, so that, there's no intensity. There's no intensity. They're not, like I said about having the plan, the consistency. Go in, have a plan, yeah. smash it out. Then if you want to go talk to people, go talk to people. But yeah. just commit that one hour. Turn your phone on airplane mode if you need to. Just go in and smash it out. Yeah, no, I get that. So that kind of links me nicely into another question. Yeah. So you talked about um, girls kind of wanting to inductions and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I think a big reason why people don't take people up on that offer, for me personally, I was like, well, want pride. I was yeah. like, I, yeah. I know what I'm doing. Like, oh, I, know, yeah. I know what this is, I know what this is. I yeah. need someone telling me what to do. But I think, as you must have known, there's a quite a big stigma mm-hmm. in terms of personal trainers and women. Yeah. Do you think that Effects people wanted to ask for help. Hundred uh, percent. So when it comes to guys, especially ego gets in the way massively. Yeah. I think that can be a big, big problem with guys. They're doing it to help you. Yeah. So the whole thing with it is people trying to help. And when it comes to the, the stigma with with females, you'll see those people. They won't last very long. So yeah. in this industry, if you've got yeah. a bad reputation, you don't last very long as a PT. Really? So it's one of the things where actually it's not in the PT's best interest to be all weird. Like that's the thing when people say to me, like, like. 
like, uh, like how do you meet people? Well, I struggle to meet people because I don't drink for a start. And the only females I come into, into contact with are either clients or gym members. Yeah. And they're both off, off limits. Yeah. In this case of actually, if you've got reputation in the gym for being that guy that sleeps with people, mm. like you're going to see your business will go downhill very, very quickly. So actually, if you've got a PT that's got very good business, then actually there's a very good chance that you know he's actually legit but actually if you look at the guy and the guy looks like a fucking tool there's a very good chance he's a tool yeah. so um, it's one of the things where it happens in any industry so you get creepy salespeople. It's, it literally happens in every single industry yeah true um, but I think it's just more highlighted highlighted yeah because again it's it uh, and that's the thing I also think it's sort of being negative because obviously uh, for me as a PT if I'm trying to help someone so I see someone in the gym that's a female I want to go yeah. and help them I've got to be very cautious about how I approach that so it doesn't come across as me being flirtatious mm, mm. because it's a case of you don't want that person to feel uncomfortable yeah. same with guys again you don't want to come across like an asshole. you're trying to ask them things so yeah as, in, as a PT, where it, when you're in an industry where it's all about body and you're trying to communicate people, and it's a very it's a very sexualized environment to train most of yeah. them. But it's a case of actually, it's a case of if a guy's approaching, even if you're trying to help, the female can also be like, whoa, 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 we like, actually I'm trying to help. Like I'm, mm. you're doing that completely wrong. Yeah. Let me show you a better way of doing it. Um, yeah. So like I said I think a lot of guys do bring on the, the stigma themselves, um, but if they've actually got anything about them and they want to grow a business within the industry they'll learn very, very quickly. If you start sleeping around or getting a name for being a creep or a perv, yeah. your business is, is not going to last long at all. Yeah, that, that, yeah, it's a good point when you say, you know, I feel like another big stigma of um, personal trainers is arrogance. Yep. I feel like um, if someone was like, you say you were going to go up to a, um, you just on a night out, you know, and you say you don't drink. Yeah. And... Oh, I did drink, I did used to drink, yeah. so I, I can't relate. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not that old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, and you'll be like, oh yeah, what are you doing? She's like, da, 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 whatever. And then you go, oh, I'm a PT. I think most people would be like, one, you see, he's yeah. a lot of girls. Two, he's full of himself. Yeah. I feel like that's the two biggest, you mm. know. And again, where's that coming from? We're talking about like Love Island, all that sort of stuff. It's coming from it's tall bags like that. Yeah. Like, actually, if you look at some PTs, some, some PTs, they're so smart. So you've got to think that PTs actually know what they're talking about. Mm. Like it's an art, it's a science. Mm. And you've got to know a lot of biochemistry and you've got to know a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, so I think when it comes to this, what I say to people all the time when it comes to hiring a PT, don't just go on how PT looks, because just because they look a certain way and they love themselves, they obviously come across very confident, but they might not have a fucking clue what they're talking about. Yeah. So when it comes to hiring a PT, I always say, look at their results. Ask them what results you got. Yeah. Like what kind of like go from that angle. So actually, you'll see if they've got no results, they're not actually okay with at all. Mm. But actually, the, the biggest thing, the arrogance, it comes in anything. If you're good at something, you can come across as arrogant whereas the case actually is confidence and it's that borderline between being arrogant and confident yeah because I know Pino PT that's absolutely incredible and he comes across like a right dick is he's it not he's fucking brilliant mm. but just how he comes across as a person he's very stern he's very strict yeah because he doesn't fuck around with anyone else mm. it's him it's his client yeah fuck everyone else like they're paying the money and that's how it almost should be mm. so you've almost got to come across in a certain way of yeah. not necessarily arrogant but it's that fine line have the confidence to be like because again bear in mind as a PT you've got to come like I said if I'm trying yeah. to hire you I've got to have the confidence to come and talk yeah. to you like if I'm sitting you're doing something I can help you yeah. I've, got to be, I've got to have the confidence to be like because again my internal voice is going what if he thinks you're a dickhead like da 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 but actually like, no no I'm coming from a place of I'm trying to help him I don't have the confidence mm. to come and talk to you whether you're male or female yeah. as long as I'm coming from a place of being genuine Yeah. so for me it's like what's your intention that's the yeah. big thing for me like, so you've got a knife yeah. A big fat fuck off knife. Yeah. A knife can kill someone or it can save someone in surgery. Yeah. There's intention behind it. So as long as you're as a PT, you're coming from good intentions, mm. 
it's how did the person interpret it. It's not my fault there's things and there's other PTs that are dickheads. If I'm coming completely genuine, how can I help you? Or yeah. you do something wrong, do you mind if I show you this? Yeah. If I come across as arrogant or whatever, cocky or whatever it is, that's not on me. Mm. I'm coming from a place that I'm trying to help. Yeah. And I think that for PTs, if you come from a place that I'm trying to help, how can I help you? How can I be of service? Yeah. Females won't think you're being creepy because mm. they'll see you actually being genuine. Yeah. Same with guys, they won't think you're being an arsehole or cocky yeah. or confident yeah. or trying to belittle them. They're actually being, do you know what, this guy sees I'm struggling. And he wants to help me. How important do you would you say it is to be as strong mentally as you are physically? So combining, you know, your physical fitness in the gym, but obviously keeping mm-hmm. making sure that this is also as strong as you. Mm-hmm. I think that, that again we use that analogy of the, the bridge. I think that's the thing that holds everything together. Yeah. So for me, that is the most important thing. Whenever whatever you're doing in not necessarily in the gym, but in life. Yeah. Your, your mind, your thoughts, if you can actually crack that and get a good understanding of your own brain, your own thoughts, and actually yeah. take control of your mind, yeah. you'll succeed in whatever you're going on. Because again, there's so much stuff subconsciously yeah. that gets dripped fed into you from a kid, mm. like got a teacher that said you never amount to anything, yeah. or if one of your ex-boyfriends or ex-girlfriends said you were fat or no good or mm. no good in bed. Yeah. Subconsciously, that's gonna absolutely ruin your life. Mm. If you've got a bad relationship with money, for example, mm. you're never gonna be successful in business. So sometimes if you can actually conquer your belief systems, your identity, and actually get hold of your brain and see what mm. the fuck is going on in there and what makes you tick, yeah. you then ultimately have the ultimate power. Because if you don't know what makes you tick, mm. but I know what makes you tick, yeah. I then have control over you and I can manipulate it. And I think you get that a lot in relationships with people. Yeah. Like if someone's a little bit weak mentally and someone's a little bit narcissistic, yeah. straight away, they get, get on that. But actually if you know your shit, yeah. if you've got self-awareness, your, you know, yeah, self-awareness. self-awareness leads to self-love. Because mm. again, if you've got that confidence with I'm cool, I'm awesome, yeah. like, I, am, I am so good, I know what makes me tick, I know what my, my, uh, my limiting beliefs are, I'm working on them, like, you're cool, and you know these little thoughts in your head are going to pop up when you get a little bit nervous or feeling a bit anxious, you yeah. know what that is, you can actually... You can allow back on it, yeah. Yeah, and that's what it is. So for me, that is, which is where I try to work a lot with my clients now, is literally that's it first, mentality first, because mentality for me is everything. Mm. Without mentality, you are going to struggle. That's the foundation. 100%, yeah. but like, you've got to get that, because you can build as tall as you want, but actually, it'd be the mindset. And if your mindset fucks up, then that's it. Then everything else will crumble below you. Yeah. No, I, I definitely agree with that because I, I used to when I was when I was younger struggle a lot with anxiety and you just self confidence. The thing that changed for me is, like you say, the self. I never used to love myself, um, and that's what used to. I used to take it out on other people and everything else. And the reason that I can do this and put myself out there now is because I have complete confidence in who I am. Mm-hmm. So I can put myself out there and I can get all these comments like da 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 you look this, you look that, and it doesn't bother me because I know who I am. Yeah. And I think that's the only reason I've been able to transition from, well, it's almost like fear of man to where I am now, where I'm like, look, I'm putting myself out there, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, I don't care what anyone else thinks. Literally, I'm gonna get a hoodie and you guys will see it soon that just says, I don't give a fuck what you think about me. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I don't know if you could put the F word, but it has to be stars. And I'm just going to wear it because that's literally the one thing that was always holding me back. It stopped me from going to the gym because I didn't. I thought, oh, you're too skinny to be there originally. Try work out at home a bit more so you've got a good starting base because um, you don't want people to think, oh, look how weak he is. You don't want to start on low weights or, you know, I didn't want to. I had. I couldn't model without flipping self-confidence. Mm-hmm. Like, I've been stood in the middle of Manchester, like, in front of general public, like two, three years ago, that would be my biggest nightmare. But I found self-confidence from, obviously, the people around me, 
and then just knowing my self-worth so i agree with you in terms of yeah, no, it's a big thing. positive in the industry at the moment plant-based diet is absolutely massive isn't it yeah um have you ever tried you know like a plant-based kind of diet yeah uh, no i've no. got no interest no. in uh, one. one. got no interest my thing is I've got nothing against plant-based diets, mm -hmm. nothing against it at all. I've got clients that are vegetarian, I've got clients that are vegan, nothing against it. My thing is when people see the, the biggest thing was that Netflix documentary, Game Changers. Um, my dad watched a doc, that documentary, Game Changers, yeah. and he was telling me about it. Next morning, going to the fridge, soy milk, rice milk, yeah. straight away. I was yeah. like, and he was banging on about it, and I didn't realise it was such a... I haven't myself watched yeah. it, because I'm not interested in yeah. all that. But I respect it, um, but obviously from a, your side. Yeah, that's it for me. So I've got no problem with vegetarian vegan diets at all. Mm. But my thing with that documentary is it's fear mongering. It's completely oh, really? fear mongering. So basically you've got to look at it, and they're only showing one side. And for me, it does more damage than good for people that actually know about the industry as a whole. So you've got, for example, the, one of the biggest things people talk about is the fact that um, the gladiators, like in the Roman times, they were all having a a vegetarian vegan diet and they were monsters yeah they were fucking slaves they yeah. were slaves that's what they were yeah. so they didn't choose to not yeah. have any they were yeah. just fucking slaves yeah. so you got to look at all these arguments there's all these doctors on there saying x y and z mm. if you actually research the doctors the doctors all had some sort of vegan vegetarian background yeah, yeah. in some way shape or form books so they've got ulterior motives. Yeah. You've got Arnold Schwarzenegger on there. So Arnold Schwarzenegger, who's renowned for being famous, for being a bodybuilder, yeah, taking steroids, yeah. fucking eating a cow, yeah. and then he's now saying the vegan vegetarian thing saved his life. You look a little bit deeper, he's got a business with LeBron James selling like a vegan protein shake. They don't tell you all this stuff on the program. Wow. Then you've got Conor McGregor. So Conor McGregor is asked walked by Diaz, yeah. who's a vegetarian or vegan. Cool. The next fight, you've got his ass handed to him even more yeah. by a meat eater. Don't mention it. So this thing for me is, if you're going to have these arguments, the thing is it's so convincing, this documentary, so convincing. Really? People don't know, mm. they're going to lap it all up. But people actually need to go away and look at it and make yeah. informed choices. Because the thing for me is, vegetarian and vegan diets can be amazing for people. Yeah. They can also be very detrimental to people. Mm -hmm. Because the problem with vegetarian and vegans is you've got two kinds. You've got super thin ones, yeah. super fat ones. So you've actually yeah. got to know what's in certain foods because certain foods mm. have got a lot more calorie-based things in them. So you've got to get a certain level of protein in. Yeah. And if you're not getting a protein in through, again, meat sources, and you're not supplementing with things, you can become very deficient in certain things, yeah. like creatine, some B vitamins, mm. and all that sort of stuff. If you're not aware of that, yeah. you can make yourself very, very ill mm. just jumping into this vegetarian or vegan diet. Yeah. So I've got no problem with it. Like I said, I've got clients yeah, that lean on vegetarian yeah. diets, I've got clients that lean on vegan diets, absolutely awesome. Mm. My problem is when people don't research it properly and they've got misinformed information, like that documentary, mm. it can really fuck people up. So my thing is if people want to do it, yeah. do your research first and actually look at both sides of the argument, that'd be my biggest thing for it. I've had it happen a couple of times. Is sometimes I've had really bad reactions to pre-workout. Yeah. For example, I take it in the morning, maybe about half an hour before I start work, like my workout, and literally like two, three minutes after taking it, I'll be like th not throwing up because I haven't eaten anything, no. like, but like dry heaving to the point where I feel mm. like I'm being sick. Um, and I've had a lot of people kind of ask, "Is pre-workout bad?" I know it's got a lot of positives. Yeah. But is it fundamentally what you're putting in your system bad for you? So my thing with pre-workouts is, do you need it? Mm. So my thing for me, the general population, no. Yeah. My thing is I say to clients is, get yourself black coffee, strong black coffee, go and train, which is actually the caffeine. So caffeine has been proven to help with fat loss. Yeah. So it's been researched, it's scientific fat. So for me, get a black coffee in you. For most general population people, black coffee in you, jobs are good. 
Now, if you're competing or stepping on stage and your calories are super fucking low and you're bollocks, you'll yeah. need that extra kick. Yeah. So with a lot of pre-workouts, all it is is just caffeine. So the main ingredient in mm. pre-workouts is caffeine. Yeah. So people are like, oh yeah, get as much caffeine in me as possible. If you're smashing all that caffeine in you, you've got an empty stomach, yeah. it's going to make you feel sick. It's going to make you feel a bit jittery. If you smash a load of coffee and you've not eaten, it's going to make you feel horrific because it's putting you in such an amped up state. So it's that fight or flight state, which is what yeah. you want when you're training, yeah. but not if you've not eaten. So you sat there, you've had this thing that's getting into your system because, again, you've got nothing to, to, to help absorb it. It's going straight into your system and you're fucking buzzing off your tits. Yeah, they say it on the bag, though. It's like, we recommend taking this on an empty stomach. Yeah, so it's normally an empty stomach. And yeah. then you've eaten, so you've had something throughout the day. Yeah. Maybe you haven't eaten for an hour, hour and a half, two hours. Yeah. Rather than if you've just gotten up, so you've gone from a fast of like <laughs> eight, nine, ten hours and then you're smashing it. Your body's gone from basically nice and steady to yeah. boom, sky high, and your body can't really deal with it. So you've mm. got things like when you get in that super anxious state, like uh, like say if you're going to get into a fight, yeah, yeah. you're straight in there, and you're kind of feeling a bit sick, mm. but you kind of like ready to go. That's the state the pre-workout gets you into. Yeah, she's getting amped up to train. Yeah, because if you're going to your stomach, you're going to feel a bit crappy. So it's pre-workout bad, not bad. But yeah. my thing is, first thing in the morning, do you really need it? You should be able to get out of bed, yeah. have a black coffee, and go smash out your workout. Mm. There's other benefits to pre-workouts, like it's got some. Uh, vasodilators in it that help increase blood flow but for the majority of people yeah. do they need that extra 1% is it going to benefit them no, no. it's more okay so if it makes them look more pumped up great it's good for vanity but it's not going to help you increase your muscle mm. growth because again you're going to go home and smash a pizza yeah. so actually it's one thing that's really diet on point <laughs> yeah. then do you really need the, the pre-workout nothing nothing no, 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 it's more okay to actually so a lot of them are wasting money they're over hyped coffee tablets mm. you're better off to get a pro plus 50 milligrams of caffeine, smash a Pro Plus, go train, or have mm. a black coffee. And is that what causes, is the caffeine that causes like the itchiness? No, so that's a, uh, well, uh, beta alanine normally. Uh, so you've got beta alanine and then basically what's doing is bring the blood to the surface. Yeah. So basically when the blood comes to the surface, it's causing you to, to scratch I've, I've had it and then it's similar, That's what pre work, but again, they're smart. So they're smart with this stuff. Yeah. So what you normally do is you get sample packs, they put a lot more of that in there. So it makes you feel like it's working. Yeah. Not doing anything, but if you take something and you feel mm. like it's working, you can yeah. go, this shit's really yeah, good. Yeah. I took a skin tingle when I yeah, yeah. But it's not doing anything. It doesn't, it doesn't benefit you really. You don't need that much. But sometimes supplement companies will put a little bit too much in, or too, not, ben, not to detrimental effect, but it makes you, it feel like it's working because sometimes people just take the pre-workout and be like, it's not really doing anything. But if you're going to scratch your face off, you're like, fuck it, that shit's amazing. Yeah, yeah. But there's no benefit to yeah. it than just making you feel that way, like it's doing something. So yeah. I don't recommend them. But if, if you need to take it after you finish work, you've had a long day of work or something like that, you need a bit of a kick, fine, but they're not needed, they're mm. needed at all. Interesting. So, final kind of point I yep. want to touch on, it's a little bit of a controversial one. Okay. But, yep. um, recently in the industry, YouTubers, influencers, all of that, yep. um, especially like gym influencers, yep. a lot of them have kind of come out, I can't name any to name, but I, do, I knew that there was some. Um, that they have been using, you know, performance enhancing drugs, telling yeah. their fans that that's how they, not how they completely got to where they are, but yeah. it has been mm-hmm. a factor. How do you, you know, what's your kind of take on that? My thing is, I have got no problem with people doing stuff. Mm. People think it's wrong. Literally, yeah. not about people want to do that stuff. Yeah. Absolutely awesome, it's absolutely fine by me. My thing is, you've got to look at why. What is your reason behind yeah. doing it? So if you're going to inject something in your body that's potentially harmful, mm-hmm. hire a motherfucking coach. That is, I'm, I'm fucking looking at the camera, hire a fucking coach. Don't be stupid, get blood tests done. Don't fucking risk your health just for a few Instagram likes. And that's one of the things where in the industry, a lot of people will take stuff and it will fuck. What reason do you have for taking it? Are you going to step on stage? If you step on stage, then everyone that you step on stage against will be taking it. So 
that's fine. Uh, if you're getting modeling, for example, and again, you've got to look a certain way, that's fine. But if you're just doing it for Instagram likes, don't be a fucking dickhead because you're essentially fucking with your health unnecessarily. But if you're gonna do it anyway, because again, it's your right to do what you want, make sure you hire a coach that knows what they're fucking doing, will tell you how to do it properly, and make sure you get blood tests done before you start because you need to know, can your body actually handle what you're about to put into it? Because if you've got underlying heart conditions and you're banging that shit in there for you, you're, you're fucked. If your liver has got underlying liver conditions, you're fucked. Just get a full health screen, see if you're actually healthy enough to do it, and it actually gets someone in there to explain to you the actual side effects of it. So for me, mm. got no problem with it. Anyone can do what they want. Same with lip fillers, fake boobs, it's all the same fucking shit. Like people yeah. are just trying to alter their body or enhance it genetically. Yeah, exactly. Do what you want to do. So yeah. my thing is, do what you got to do. But if you're going to do that kind of stuff, be sensible. Like, I cannot stress that enough because people are so fucking reckless yeah. and stupid and it will fuck you up. Especially for guys. Like, if you want to lose a hard-on, yeah. knock yourself out. So if, you, <laughs> if you get the doses wrong on that, you ain't getting a hard-on. Mm. So it's stuff like that. Like, if that puts people off, then you, you need to really look, do research into it. Like, I've been in that field a very long time. Like, yeah. it, people think it's all glamorous and stuff like that. Yeah, it's great for your Instagram pictures, but so you get your Instagram pictures, but then when you're 60 years old, you're infertile, yeah. you're fucked. Where's your Instagram pictures now? <laughs> Do you mean if you're not getting paid yeah. for it? What's the point? So yeah, you got you got fucking fifteen thousand followers on Instagram. Be kind of kids. Good job. Amazing. Do you know what I mean? It's one of the things where, or you're dead. Yeah. There's one of the things where do steroids kill you? No, they don't. Yeah. They don't. It's underlying health conditions that kill you. Mm. Um, you got more people dying of alcohol and other drugs and steroids. So I don't believe they're bad. They're massively demonised. However, like, why would you abuse a drug unnecessarily? Mm. Mm. What do you think own. about? So obviously the people that have been coming out mm. have been kind of, you know, they're big public figures, mm. you know, lots of people look up mm. to them. What do you think, do you think it's right for them to come out and tell, you know, people that have looked up to them for so long in terms of they're, they're their inspiration, they're what makes them go to the gym, they're what makes them want to be, they want to be like them. Yeah. And then all of a sudden mm -hmm. to find out that there's, like you said, they've been demonized, obviously, to find out that, oh, it's not what I thought or I can't get there without so it's in a case of well, look it's been going on for years yeah. so back in the day Arnold Schwarzenegger mm. used to rest his Rambo like you've always had people that have done yeah. it so for me it's like people can't be that stupid and naive mm. there is people that are natural that look absolutely incredible like one of my brothers did a transformation with one of my brothers and people swear down he was taking stuff and he was completely natural mm. so you can look a certain way, yeah. natural, 100 million percent. Are you going to like Arnold Schwarzenegger or Mr. Olympia? Yeah. No, you're not. Yeah. But the physique that you want, do you see in men's health? Yes. But this is what mm. people don't like to hear. It's not going to happen in six months. It's not going to happen in a year. Yeah. That kind of shit takes two years of consistently looking after your body and doing the required work. And people don't want to hear that. Mm. It doesn't sell things. So they're yeah. here, always influencers. It helped them make the money. They kind of made their money now. They're like, actually, yeah, do you know what? Yeah, I've done X, Y, and Z. So that's the thing where it's like, I get why people do it. Mm. Like I said, and I think it is right to come out and say things and be honest with people. Um, so I said, I'm very honest and open when I talk to people about like, my situation and stuff. Um, but it's a case of people shouldn't be so stupid. If you're looking at people and they literally look freakishly fucking big <laughs> yeah. all year round, like The Rock, yeah. people don't talk to me like, oh, I didn't know. Fuck off. That's one of the things where people need to use their brains a bit more. Uh, but then it's just a case of just because someone in the gym is bigger than you, mm. lifting heavier than you, and leaner than you, don't just assume that they're on steroids. 
Because it's very easy to, again, oh, I'm never going to look like that because he's on steroids. Mm. How do you know he's on steroids? Yeah. Maybe he's actually trained for the last six years yeah. and actually he's put the hard work in. Mm. So I think that's also a thing. People like to say, oh, people on steroids, he's on steroids. It's an excuse to cop out they don't actually want to do the work. Because yeah. I know people that are natural they look fucking sick. Yeah. But the truth yeah. is, you talk to them, it's a dedication. They literally are so dedicated to it and on the grind. Uh, and that's the thing for me, people are just so, um, they want the quick fixes. Yeah. One of the quick fixes. Yeah, I definitely. think it's going to be all hunky dory. It's like, well, what are you doing it for? Exactly. But for me, right, the reason that I first came to this gym was because I had a potential for an underwear shoot and I was not anywhere like close to being yeah. in shape. And I had, I had like what, some ridiculous like six weeks mm -hmm. to like to one lose weight, two tone up, and that would basically just be like underwear mm -hmm. ready. And it was never going to happen. People when you say were, that. People look at my transformations. You think, yeah, they're all natural. But to, to be an underwear model, yeah. you need to be lean. Yeah. Like in six weeks, you're not exactly fat. Mm. Easy. But this, I'm telling you, this, 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 I'm talking about earlier yeah, on. Yeah. You, you're miserable to say, but you should have a coach, or you should have come speak to me or someone else and be like, listen, this is the goal. Is it achievable? Because practice. you've never seen anyone do it. Yeah, you've never seen anyone do it. You think it's not possible. Yeah. I need to take X, Y, and Z. I'm telling you now, to be an underwear model, you don't take anything because that's not the physique they want. Yeah. Like I'd stop modding, I couldn't do catwalks. Yeah. Too broad, too broad. Like they literally don't, especially with the, they literally want up and down. Yeah. Maybe a little bit toned in six pack, mm. but in six weeks that's plenty of time because you're not massively overweight. Yeah. But again, someone in your situation, but you've been thinking that, it had the opposite effect because you've been too big. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. like, it's all these things where people look at it, and again, it's just, the, the whole thing with it, again, if you're going to take something, you could shrink your balls. So if you're underground yeah. modeling, yeah. again, do you know what I mean? It, it's, it literally has the opposite effect of what you want. Mm. But people don't mm. think about this. So it's like that, you're straight away saying, oh, it would never happen. Yeah. You haven't tried it, so you don't know. Mm. I think should just challenge you in six weeks, so I'm sure we can get you. Think. I can be there and be like, well, actually, there, I told you. Exactly. Clip this. <laughs> and we'll, get we'll get, get, get SUK yeah. okay, okay, when you're here, like, we'll clip six this. weeks. Uh, yeah. You think you're sweating a bit now, you're thinking, shit. Yeah. No, but I, I'd be happy for that, because obviously, you know, that's where I want. Yeah. So, six weeks. Mm. Challenge set. You lot heard it here first. So, I hope you guys got as much value out of that as I did, literally blown away with the information that you've been able to provide. Uh, where can we find you if they want more information or just follow your journey? Best way to get hold of me is on my Instagram, which is Daniel underscore James underscore fitness. And then from there, you'll see all my links to the Prime Life Project and all the things I'm getting into. Um, so I'm going to podcast soon. So I hope to see you guys there. But no, it's been an absolute pleasure. So thank you guys for having me on. Yes, guys. So I hope you enjoyed that. Great value, that's only episode one. It'll also be available on Spotify, iTunes, podcast, and I'm gonna put it on my Instagram TV, so go check that out. I'm gonna be traveling around the country, interviewing very exciting individuals and bringing you their journey. As you guys saw, I also got challenged by Dan, that six-week challenge that'll be coming very soon, documenting every single week. Can't wait for you all to see it. So make sure you like, subscribe, and make a master question.